Welcome to the Good Life EDU podcast presented by the Nebraska ESU Coordinating Council. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the latest in digital learning across Nebraska and around the country. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back for another episode of the Good Life EDU podcast. And this afternoon, we're going to be talking about the Canvas Consortium with Dorian Avey, Digital Learning Director at the Department of Education here in Nebraska, and uh, also joined by Shara Johnson, uh, Digital Learning Coordinator at ESU2. And so this is a uh, conversation I've really been looking forward to having as uh, the Canvas Consortium is a great opportunity for districts to get tied into Canvas. And we're going to learn about Canvas today and what the consortium has available and really the backstory of this as an initiative in our state. And so thank you, Dorian. Thank you, Cher, for joining us. Let's do some introductions from the top. Dorian, can you tell us a little bit about your role at the department? Yeah, so as the Digital Learning Director, I obviously work with the Canvas Initiative, the consortium, and our professional development site. I also work a lot with all things Future Ready, so the Future Ready Technology Profile, the Future Ready Council, the Future Ready Conference, June 13th and 14th, so make sure you're there. Shameless plug. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. And uh, that's a great event as well. And, uh, you know, Dorian wears a lot of hats in the department for sure. And I always appreciate when we have an opportunity to chat about the things that she's doing with digital learning here in Nebraska. And Shara joining us again for maybe the third podcast or so that we've done. I can't remember how many up to this point in time, but we've certainly covered Canvas in the past. And for the people, though, that are not familiar with your work, give us a little bit of your backstory. Yeah, so I am at ESU2 out of Fremont, Nebraska. I've been, I kind of done a little bit of everything, PD, Blended, Canvas. I'm a Quiz Bowl sponsor, but since the pandemic really hit, we kind of have switched gears a little bit and I've been more centralized and focused on Canvas. So I've been working at the Canvas Consortium. My job is to support schools across the state, whether that's supporting them via, you know, answering emails or connecting one-on-one, doing coaching, training. I also have a couple of people that work with me to do that. So we travel a lot. We get to visit with teachers, work with teachers, and try to figure out how Canvas works best for them. Well, and so I think we got to start off with that initial question of, I mean, because I was on Canva earlier, which is not Canvas, which is worth pointing out to people. So what is Canvas? So Canvas is Canvas-tastic. Okay, so that was one of my teachers in Wahoo who came <laughs> up with that word. I love it. He always says, have a Canvas-tastic day. And Canvas is really just a platform that allows teaching and learning to happen. So I always tell people it is a hub that not only allows you to access resources or provide resources, it also allows you to communicate back and forth with your teachers and your students. And really, truly, one of my favorite things about it is allows you to provide feedback. All of this helps to make learning personal for kids. And I get really jazzed about it just because I've seen it in my own personal life with my own children. It really just allows students to learn when and where it works for them in a way that works for them. And that's why I really, really love it. All right. And for some of us, if we go way back, so this would be kind of like Blackboard was at one point Angel, in time, except this, Moodle, yep, yep, except just this Cadillac souped up version that has all of the latest and greatest tech tools, integrations, and we'll just say bells and whistles, uh, <laughs> whatever falls into that category. Yep. Uh, and so if you're not familiar with Canvas, maybe that gives you a point of reference. Uh, and so I know that this effort is one that's been going on in, in our state for quite some time to get as many districts and schools as possible onboarded at a great rate here to Canvas as their LMS. And so Dorian, would you be so kind as to maybe give us a little bit of the backstory of the Canvas initiative here in Nebraska? 
Yeah, so prior to the pandemic, we had a wonderful Canvas consortium in the northeast part of Nebraska with multiple ESUs and multiple school districts participating, and they had been on Canvas and adopted Canvas a while back. In the meantime, we also had many of our post-secondary institutions moving uh, from Blackboard, the one you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. to Canvas, again, to modernize and upgrade what they could do. And so that was all kind of happening prior to the pandemic. And then the NDE actually had a Moodle site. It was a free site. It delivered professional development, but it was a free, I, I want to point out, it was free, so it didn't have a lot of bells and whistles. It had no whistles, probably very few bells, um, but it, it got the job done and it, it gave us a way to provide some professional development to our pre-K educators all across the state. Um, it gave us a way to provide some nutrition information to all of our food service staff across the state. So they were our primary users at that time. Then as the pandemic came along, we saw a huge need to find a way to simplify the system and also be able to make it a system that could share a lot more across the state and bring some equity to our K-12 students. And so being that Canvas was the most prevalent consortium, what we decided to do was see if the Northeast Consortium would allow us to expand that consortium to a statewide initiative and allow other schools and districts to be a part. So initially in 2020, we had about 69 schools or districts, because it's non-publics and publics both participate in Canvas. And we had about 69 of them. And then we had some ESUs that also, of course, because they were helping districts that had Canvas across the state. So we had about 69 instances out there, which is pretty good. And what we decided to do was then open the opportunity for any non-public school system or any non-public district system to join in the consortium. And to entice folks to do that, we kind of made a bargain deal with them. We're giving free implementation, which comes at a fairly high cost, $8,000 to about $40,000, depending on school size right now. And we're giving that free. The NDE is covering those costs. And if you implement before June 30 of 2023, you will get a free implementation. And what that does is it creates your instance and it connects it with your student information system and all of your other education apps like Google and Microsoft 365 and all those other really wonderful things that are out there that teachers are using. And it brings it all together in one place. And then we have other features that we entice with, but free implementation and a very low seat cost, which is also shared with the NDE, are kind of the two biggest things to try to entice districts to get on board with purchasing the Canvas learning management system. Well, I got to say, and to maybe kind of hark back to where you started with some of that too, as a parent of two young kiddos that were learning at home for several months, it is impressive what an LMS like Canvas has the ability to do because my recollection of these types of LMSs for my own education was this like digital pinup board where you maybe put a couple of assignments and if there's the capacity to do a quiz, that's kind of cool. We're now, and I heard it in your explanation there, uh, even something like Google Classroom that if a teacher is in the habit of using that can still be integrated into Canvas and bring some of those things over. And it really creates the opportunity for learning modules and to develop 
develop entire learning experiences online. And so it is really impressive what Canvas is able to do. I love that you also got a chance to share there a little bit about, so NDE has its own instance, correct? If I'm using the terminology right. Yeah, so yep, that's correct. And so, so do schools. And I think it's important to also bring up, um, and we're talking about this ahead of the show, but uh, share state colleges as well, right? Yeah, so all of the universities use Canvas, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, University of Nebraska-Omaha. Creighton University was one of the very first schools in Nebraska to use Canvas, along with Midland University here in Fremont, Nebraska. But the universities jumped on board, UNMC, UNO, UNL, UNK, and then our community colleges started to jump on board. So Metro, Northeast, Southeast, they've all jumped on board. And our state colleges are now starting to go that direction. Wayne State College is Canvas. But we just have a really big presence post-secondary in Nebraska, which is really nice because that provides us that PK-20 experience for kids. Um, I was standing in line. I always tell the story. I was standing in line getting popcorn at a volleyball game this fall, and I had a mom who thanked me for my work with Canvas, and I was like, uh, why? Like, I don't get it. And her son was a freshman in college at UNO. And she was just saying that, you know, all the other things with the pandemic caused stress. Like he was already stressed because he didn't have any classes in person. He was already stressed because he was having to move in with people in a dorm, which I don't know why they moved in a dorm if everything's online, but whatever. Um, there was all of these stressors, right? But she said the one thing he wasn't stressed about was he knew how to use Canvas. It was something he was familiar with, something he was comfortable with, and that just allowed him to feel comfortable. And so I think we hear that more and more that our kids are leaving high school, they're going to college and they're experiencing it in college. And even as a trainer of someone who goes out and work with teachers, I tell you what, these people who come out of UNL, UNO, Wayne, all of these different schools who used it as a student, who are now teachers are the easiest teachers to train because they are like, I got this. I know what I'm doing because they have seen it, lived it, breathed it. And so they know what it's supposed to look like. And so we're starting to get some of that too, where we're getting these kids who have gone through college to be teachers and they've used it as a student. So they have this perception of what they think it should look and feel like, which has been super helpful as they enter the job force. So kind of full circle. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned it generally there with the parent that came up to you, there's also the opportunity for a parent portal, right? For that access piece to be available through Canvas. Doreen, could you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so a wonderful thing occurs when we provide some transparency to parents with their students learning, right? So if you can open up the student's brain and see what was assigned that day, that would be great, but that's not possible. <laughs> so instead, as a parent, what you can do is use the Parent Portal app and from your device, your phone, your iPad, whatever you'd like to use, you can go in, sign in and take a look at your students and see what exactly they're learning, what things are due, what things your students may or may not have turned in and where they're kind of at. And it gives you an opportunity as a parent to have good conversations with your students about what is happening in that day-to-day -day life versus the, the replies I got from my teenagers, which was, it's fine. Everything's good. You know, yeah, that hasn't you know, changed. That hasn't yes. changed. <laughs> so, you know, I could actually say, Hey, tell me a little bit more about this quiz you took today on isopods, you know, and we can have conversations that are a little bit deeper. And as a parent, I can feel like I'm participating along with my student in their learning and providing supports which we all know is really important. Like Shara mentioned, especially with the stress of the pandemic, having parents support students during that time was really, 
really important. And the Canvas system being deployed statewide will give us that opportunity for many, many years to come. One thing to note about the parent portal, sorry, since we're talking about it, the app is called Canvas Parent but it is turned on by institutions. So if parents are listening, like, well, I didn't know that they had that. Um, it is turned on at the administrative level. So for example, like Oakland Craig, where my kids go to school, it's turned on. I can sign up for an account. I can look at my student stuff, but some of the schools I work with have t- decided not to turn that on yet. So it just depends school by school. And where they're at probably is a big, you know, if you're, if it's brand new and you're still putting things in, there's probably not a lot to look at to add that extra feature yet. Well, I can hear in what you're sharing here that there is a real benefit to this being widespread in its usage. And I know the Canvas Consortium has been dedicated to that. So uh, can we kind of speak to that consortium group, its history and, and kind of its purpose here in our state? Yeah. So actually ESU 1, ESU 2, 7, and 8, our schools have kind of been using Canvas for quite some time. It's been like, I want to say eight years or more. And so when the state decided to do a statewide purchase, we kind of merged it with our efforts that we were already doing in this part of the state. But some great things have emerged from the consortium. Um, Some of the things like Duran had mentioned is that NDE is going to pay for that implementation fee. There's a low seat price, but there's a lot of other things that you gain from being a part of the consortium. Um, One of those things is access to tier one support at Canvas. Canvas has different support packages and the top of the creme de la creme is the tier one support, which essentially means you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Any teacher can call. doesn't have to just be the administrator. Anybody can call, they can chat, they have access to people around the clock. And so that is one of the advantages. Along with that, you have access to on-demand training. So we have something called the training services portal. And as a part of the consortium, you can get on and you can register for different trainings. I mean, there's one about how to create a homepage. There's one about how do I create an assignment? How do I use standards in my classroom? And there's things that are subject specific, like how does Canvas work best for math teachers? So there's all these on-demand trainings that they would have access to as a part of that consortium. In addition, we provide Canvas training and Canvas support, whether that's administratively or whether that's for teachers and instructors, our team will provide support. We come and actually travel to districts. All that we charge is just mileage. We don't charge for our time. That's all included. So all of those things are added. We also host a monthly admin meeting. And essentially the reason for that is it's a lot. I mean, let's just be really honest. Canvas is a lot. And so sometimes it's nice to have bite-sized chunks. And so we try to chunk the content out and we do a monthly meeting where we just talk about one big idea. We also talk about the things that have changed because Canvas releases an update every month. And so we try to highlight those things that have changed in the last month as well during that monthly meeting. Um, And that's kind of geared towards administrators or tech integrationists in our school districts. So that's kind of our audience. But then there's some other things that our Canvas team in Salt Lake City does. So they provide quarterly webinars. They have a monthly newsletter that they provide. We also do our own newsletter here at ESU too. We send out a monthly newsletter as well to our administrators. So there's a lot of little pieces and and I might be missing something. Duran, am I missing anything? No, I think, I think those were all really good examples. I was thinking one other thing when you were talking, there was something else. Oh, 
technical so, consulting hours. Um, so yes. we also purchased technical consulting hours. And that was kind of a solution for some of our schools that were having troubles with their integrations with their student information systems. There have been some changes over the years about how Canvas integrates with different platforms. And so unfortunately, because we don't have access to those platforms, I'm not a PowerSchool user or an Infinite Campus user. We don't have the expertise to solve some of those things. And so we've purchased consulting hours so that we can help better help our schools so that they feel like they're being um, adequately served because we don't have that knowledge, unfortunately. And sometimes vendors don't get back to us like we would like. So trying to connect the right people at the right time. Yeah. And I would say to give Shara and her team some props, we also offered that virtual leadership institute to our newer districts and we'll offer it again this summer which is a great time for a leadership team to come together and, and make a plan for how to roll out Canvas in their district. Because like Shara said, there's a lot, <laughs> but you don't have to start with everything. Um, having a good plan and kind of starting with some basics and moving forward from that point, I think is a much better idea. And it really gives time in the summer for leaders to come together and really have some conversations about what do they really want to see from their Canvas rollout. And really, it is all about leadership. I'm just going to say I'm in a lot of buildings with a lot of teachers, and you can tell when there's a leadership presence or administrative presence that's really made it um, a priority. And you can tell that they're all kind of on the same track, going the same trajectory. So um, I think leadership is really important. Wow. It's impressive to hear how robust these services and supports are, that it's not just, hey, we're going to make sure that you've got access and feel free to call us when it's convenient for us. <laughs> right? Like, like instead, it's 24-7 service for any like teachers, as you were mentioning, all the way through to our building level leaders and the trainings and the on-site. I, I realize I'm kind of recapping and restating things that have already been said, but there's so much there that it's worth kind of parceling some of those things back out again and just acknowledging uh, how incredible that tier one support truly is. Um, so now I got to ask Duran, how are we doing in terms of districts signing on for this, right? So you said there were 69 districts prior yep. to the pandemic. And so where are we at now? Can you kind of give us like a current state of Canvas in Nebraska? Yeah, so we currently have 145 instances in Nebraska. That includes all but three ESUs, the NDE and the ESUCC. It includes publics and non-publics as well. And that's actually the count as of the end of the year. So December 31 of 2021. But we've even had some schools come on board since then, which is really great. So we're growing all of the time. And so now we're even above that 145 number that we had at the end of the year. Wow. To over double where you started about two years ago is pretty impressive. Yeah. I've been really proud of our schools and districts taking that challenge in a pandemic, right? So it's a great tool and they were up for that challenge. And it says a lot about how much our districts and schools care about making things work well for families and students across our state. Yeah. And with that, if someone is listening in and they find themselves going, well, we don't have Canvas in our district, whether that's a building leader or a teacher or a parent for that matter, um, where would be a place to get more information and start those conversations? 
Yeah, so we currently have open enrollment to do a spring implementation, which is a six-week process that a technical team and leadership go through together to build out the original instance. So you don't need to bring your teachers along yet. It's just the time to make all of the connections and bring it on board so it's up and working and you can start to add users. You can sign up now until March 4th of 2023. And you can find the link to sign up online at the NDE website. You can search Canvas Consortium if you want to get to our page, or you can just go to the educational technology section um, and you'll see the Canvas Consortium. There's also some other great information for schools, teachers, or leaders that might need more information about what an LMS can truly do and costs and all of those details. Or you can just reach out to me at doran.av at nebraska.gov, and I'm happy to answer any questions and make sure we get you signed up for this spring. And then you'll have your instance ready to go in May, and you'll have the whole summer to train staff, to populate it with items, to do all kinds of wonderful things so it's ready for you in the fall. Wow. And I'll be sure to add the link to that site uh, in the show notes for this particular episode. So you can look there as well, if that's more convenient for you. Uh, and Shara, I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you the tough question here. Let's say that I'm a teacher and I am so comfortable and familiar with my LMS that I have been using for years. And now, just as Dorian said, there have been a lot of changes in education recently and a lot of stressors. My concern is that this is just going to be one more thing for me to get onboarded to. What has been your experience with that narrative? Because I'm sure it exists. Yeah. So typically right now, like right now where we are in time, I'm getting met with, we're going back to normal, Shara. Like life's going back to normal. We don't, I don't know that we need this. And one of the things I always tell people, I said, Hey, I said, guess what? Canvas is not a pandemic solution. This is like an everyday solution. This is something that you can use every day with kids and it is so intuitive. And what I often find is, is that when I am teaching teachers that have never used it before, I like to throw them in as a student to get them in, to see what it feels and looks like. And they get in there and they're like, oh, this is easy. Like this just, it's comfortable. You know, it's attractive. It, it's very intuitive to use as a student. And quickly they realize that it might be a little more robust than what they're used to. And it is, it is, like I said before, it is a lot. It, it can be as much or as little as you want it to be in all honesty, but it is a solution to meet students and kids where they are. And I, I always like to go back to, it makes learning personal. And I think that's, what's really important. You know, we've just gone through a pandemic, but guess what? Every day in our classrooms, we still have kids that are gone and we still have kids that whether even they're physically present, they might not be emotionally present, or they might not be able to focus on what we're talking about. And this is another tool that we can put in our toolbox to do what's best for kids. And I'm a little biased. I'm a, I'm a lot biased, actually. I love Canvas and most people know that about me and it's kind of weird actually, but I, I really, truly, um, I just think it's such a powerful tool and it's really made a difference for my own children. I have a son who's at UNL now and um, he's taking, you would be, I wouldn't believe it. He's like a living in a fraternity and taking all these online classes. And again, it goes back to He's comfortable with it. You know, our universities have bought in. It's not going anywhere. So just encourage you to jump on board, sign up. We'd be happy to come out to your district or happy to come out to your school and train you up and work with your administrative team and, and get you ready to rock and roll for the fall. 
and just to tease, we have a lot of plans at the state level for Canvas. So some high quality instructional materials, we can share professional development across the state to meet needs like cybersecurity training for staff and things. So lots to come. So now's the time to get on board. There's never gonna be a cheaper time. <laughs> this is true <laughs> with most things in our life, right? That's true. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, thanks for putting those concerns to rest, because I, I do think that is a very valid place for uh, teachers to be coming at this conversation uh, from that lens and that perspective. And it's great to hear those sentiments from the teachers that you've been working with. And Doreen, yeah, maybe expound upon that a little bit more, too. And so when you say that professional development is being delivered through Canvas, what does that look like? And, and you mentioned a couple courses there. Yeah, so we currently have up and running the NDE Canvas catalog site, which is something that's a product that's mostly used by post-secondary for their online course delivery. You go to the site, it's a free internet site, and you can sign up. But because we've kind of, without getting too technical, connected our backends and we're all together as one very large Canvas entity, we can share users, including students and staff. So staff can put the PD right in their own Canvas instance that's out there. Students can get college level courses delivered to their Canvas instance. So there's a lot out there. We already have courses that will train your staff around open education resources, copyright law and fair use. There's an IEP course that just went up in January that we've already had over 4,000 teachers take and look back at what the legislative statutes are around IEPs and things just as a refresher, a nice quick 20 minute course and everybody gets it and they get it when they want it and they want it delivered. So it's asynchronous, which is a great feature for busy teachers. And when we don't have a lot of substitutes to pull teachers out, this is a way we can deliver some content all across the state and share it if you wanna put it independently in your own school's instance, just for your staff. So lots of things that we can do and start to share to help support everyone across the state and one another so that teaching doesn't feel quite so heavy the next time you need to build a PD course really quickly. It may already exist and you can just take it and tweak it and make it your own. Um, and it becomes a beautiful thing that your district can use whenever they need it. And part of that, like Doran was mentioning about us all being connected. I don't, I, I mean, I don't think people really quite realize what that means. But it really means that like, if I'm a teacher at Oakland Craig, I can take a class at, from NDE and I don't have to have another login and username and password. I can just go to my Oakland Craig Canvas and that class that I enrolled in is right alongside with my seventh grade math class that I teach. So I can access all of my resources. Or if my ESU is offering a training, like right now we're doing letters training here at ESU too. And we have teachers from all over our area that are enrolled in that class. They don't have to come to ESU2's Canvas. They just go to their own school's Canvas. It's right where the classes they're teaching live. So they're only having to access one place. So again, we're creating that ecosystem where not only are they teaching things, but they're learning things in the same place. And so having that, Duran did a really great job of getting all of that stuff connected and making sure that all of the right connections were put in place so that we can really not like have to double our efforts. We are really trying to streamline it so that it's just easy. And like we said, back to that ecosystem, kind of a one-stop shop. Well, and if we're talking about situational things and, and if I have the opportunity to plug something, distance learning, it also has its benefits when you have Perfect. a teacher that might be in one portion of the state delivering synchronous or asynchronous 
classes to learners on the other side of the state, uh, it is easy now for them to be able to log in and for that teacher to get materials and resources to those students and for them to submit those assignments so that those teachers can have access to grade those fluently and in a timely fashion. And so, uh, yeah, there's just so many places in which this is going to have its benefit as this initiative grows across our state. So with that being said, last question, what am I not asking that we absolutely need to know about Canvas in what little time we have left? I think the biggest thing is you have this spring to get enrolled and you can also enroll later. You have another year. So remember that date, you know, June 30, 2023, you want to make sure that you've signed up and implemented by then so that we can get you on board and get you access to all of these wonderful things we've talked about today. And even if you're not like, I'm not ready to have my teachers implementing, like, but what she's talking about is the technical implementation. Like make sure, even if you're thinking down the road, it is a cost savings for you to implement before the 2023 deadline so that you can have the technical parts connected. You might not be ready to work with teachers maybe till that fall or whatever. That's okay. We're just talking about the technical implementation part. So if you have any questions, I would just encourage you to reach out sooner rather than later. Well, thank you both so much for your time, your advocacy and efforts with this. I can't imagine what it takes to connect the state <laughs> through an LMS, but I know the two of you are hard at work uh, in support of that on a regular basis. And thank you so much for sharing out in this format. And like Dorian said, make sure you check out the ND website uh, for more information. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you.